Church, good day to you. Kyle here with the Gateway Church and daily podcast. Uh, a short time for us to center our our hearts on the person and the work and the presence of Jesus. You know, as a community, we have these overarching values that inform how we live into this community here in, in Des Moines and uh, that, that is uh, pursuing the presence of God and prayerfully contending that his kingdom come here in Des Moines as it is in heaven so that we might like, partner with him in the renewal of all, all things. And so this these, these things of presence and prayer and renewal, for me, they are often at the fore of my mind. And yet, even for me, as I'm, I'm trying to um, lead out in this community, embodying these things, man, it, it can be difficult. And so this, this space is really a place for us to actually do the work of embodying those three realities all in one, where prayer at the center of presence and renewal acts as this catalytic spark that begins to almost um, turn inward on itself and catch up the presence of God and, and stir our affections for the renewal of all things, which are the purposes of God in Christ and through the power of his spirit moving through the church. And I can't help but confess in this moment that it, I'm frustrated by the, the gap that I'm experiencing in this not just for COVID-19 and the, the way that that has created some sort of disillusioned moment and frustration and um, a flippant behavior amongst followers of Jesus and not. And um, it's like, it's this whole cocktail of emotions. And yet I, I choose to trust that God really is moving toward renewal. And I don't know how to plot COVID-19 in a global pandemic amidst all of that. And that, you know, there's a lot of discernment to take place in that area to see, God, what are your purposes right now? How, how are you speaking to us through this? What could you have to say to our, our church and our city and our nation in this moment? And yesterday, just um, we, we took some time to, to hit the, the refresh button on, on what we're doing here and to help to capture an image of Jesus and remind ourselves that he is a present comfort to us as the spirit of Christ comes and um, dwells with those who are um, aligned with God through Christ, that is, who trust in him, who believe in him. And that whole reality, that is called reconciliation, that we are reconciled to God in Christ. And that we actually have a ministry of reconciliation that is an invitation to partner with God in the work of restoring all things, of reconciling all things to what the scriptures would call shalom or, or, or holistic healing or peace. And yet what I'm struck by this day is that there is such a big gap between the language of peace that I find embodied in Jesus in the reality of our circumstances. There's such a big gap between the communities who name the name of Jesus and the reality of our circumstances. There's like this ever widening gap between followers of Jesus and communities of Jesus as contrast communities in our present circumstances. 
I mean, to me, it, it feels like more often than not, there's a, a mirroring of our culture rather than a, a distinction from our culture. And so today, as I'm, I'm thinking of what, where, where do we need to be called out and up? Well, let me just remind us of these words. As my father is holy, so too should you be holy. As I am holy, you be holy. As I am complete, as I am set apart, you be complete and set apart. See, the call upon us, you and me, as followers of Jesus, and those of you who are listening who are not yet followers of Jesus, the call for the Christian is to a life of holiness individually and corporately, because God is gathering to himself in Christ a corporate people to represent the love of God to the world. And I bring all of this up because in the days and weeks preceding this, there has there's been much ink spilled intentionally and purposefully, and I'm grateful for it, over the spilling of blood that ought not to have been spilled. You see, there is a gap in these United States, a divisive one over the color of our skin. And this is nothing new. Um, and this is, this is not political commentary from a local church or a, a pastor of a local church. Rather, this is a call from one follower of Jesus to another to remind us that the call of holiness encompasses the call of reconciliation. And so I want to remind you today that you have been reconciled in Christ. So, so go with me on this little journey. Imagine and think back, because this is a real thing. Imagine you before living faith came to be true in your life. What are like the vibrant images that come? What was important to you in that? season and that decade and those decades. Now, now you have that in your mind. Now, what, what was the thing? What was the thing that shifted in your mind, your heart, your imagination about Jesus? Perhaps it, perhaps it was simply um, like the, the fear of death that has now opened up a whole new realm of, of living in Christ. What was that thing? And whatever that was, bring that to mind. You see, for, for me, it was this almost like this cumulative weight of hearing the gospel, but not really trusting that it was true for me. You often hear this of people, no, I'm, I'm too far gone for the goodness of the gospel. And I, I think it was like, I liked sinning. Like I liked the lifestyle that I lived. Yeah, it left me um, hurting and frustrated, but it was good while I was in it. But the cumulative weight of the gospel started to like build up on my hard heart. And then, then in, in, it was like it just like liquid love like poured in to my heart through one of these fissures there and that like it it exploded and what ex- what i saw explode was 
all of the junk, all of the self-hatred, all of the shame, all of the guilt, all of the family of origins, all of that, it was there and it was real and it was gross. And at the same time, it was beautiful because I didn't have to bear it. Jesus, he, he took all of the chaos and he ordered it. He, he bore it on himself. Past, present, future, he, he named it as such. And he just, it's like he named my brokenness and embraced me at the same time. And it was scandalous and uncomfortable. It was, it was love actually coming to bear. And my conscience, it was like where my conscience had not burned before, where I was free in sin. Now I was like, it wasn't condemnation. It was this new word that I've learned from my Christian friends called conviction. <laughs> that is not just a moment. That was a season, a building up, but it, it sprang forth and gave way to a new season where now I was asking, what do I do with this conviction? And the response that I heard then that I still hear today and that I'm passing on to you wherever you are at is that we give that over to God in Christ. See, confession is a sweet salve for our soul. Confession is a gift that we have to give to this moment. And confession is an extension of the ministry of reconciliation. You, Christian, have great sin. And you have a greater and more powerful God in Christ who conquered sin and death itself so that you can move beyond the cross and the grave. That is who you are as one reconciled to God in Christ. And now as the Spirit fills you, like the very personal presence of God comes to you and works in partnership with you to become more holy, that is more like refined and formed into the image of Jesus, then you get to partner with him in helping others to like see the love of God displayed in you. And I know that that sounds really, really, really churchy, <laughs> but I was talking yesterday with a friend and he just described it this way. He said, I lived in darkness for so long, but I didn't know it. That when Christ came in and that living faith began in my life, I just didn't want anybody else to live in the darkness. That was it. You see, there is a great darkness in these days. It's next door. And it's also in your front room. It's in our hearts. It's, it's everywhere. And yet God in Christ has drawing us out. That light has broken into the darkness and the darkness will not overcome it. Which means that we who stand reconciled to God in Christ, that we have this gift to give of the light load of confession. And so in these next moments, I just want to invite you to confess. 
not to me as a priest, because there's one mediator between God and man, and there's Christ Jesus, confess to him. He, he knows. He knows your hearts. There's a loosing of power when we begin to name those sins because we begin to name the brokenness that is there. And from there, we can begin to take steps towards healing and the grace of God. So let these words just guide you as you name those sins, as you center your heart on Jesus. God, you know my heart. It is a scary thing that you know my heart. You know that this morning, I've already turned my attention away from you and toward myself. God, you are good. You see me, and yet you love me fully in Christ. Now begin to name those things that you once held so tightly, but now the Spirit is beginning to invite you to let go and receive in return the grace that God has for you in Christ. Take these next few moments as this outro track plays to just thank God because in Christ there is the gift of grace and life today as one marked out and set apart for reconciliation. Grace and peace to you, my